0: Hello, everyone, it's time for another edition of Adventures in Careerland! Hello, I am your host, Adriano Magnifico. I'm the career lead at the Louis Riel Arts and Technology Center. That's a very cool program that houses 13 applied, technical, and apprenticeship programs. They're for high school students, they're for international students, they're for post-secondary students. They get the chance to explore skills. This is a place about skills and skill development. This is an area where students come in and think about, I wonder if, I wonder if I could, I've never explored this about myself. They move out of the beaten path of high school and the academic programming, and check out some possibilities for themselves. I always have a great amount of admiration for students who do that, because it takes a little gumption to leave the beaten path of high school, and the routine of leaving your friends sometime time and uh, checking out a new space. And new- newness always brings a little anxiety, it brings a little tension, it brings a little uh, change, but it also brings possibilities. So I have nothing but admiration all the time for students who choose this path, and to decide that I want to make a, I want to make a choice, I want to make a decision, I want to make a call about what my future can look like. So congratulations to everyone in these programs that include the broadcast media program. This is the big program here that runs this Adventures in Careerland podcast. And it's an adventure because we bring guests on to share their career path, what decisions they make, what challenges they, they felt. Uh, what tensions they felt as they went through the process. What did they move on? What did they learn? Who were the, the people who tapped them on the shoulder? That's what this is about because we believe everybody's story is an adventure of some kind. And in the Broadcast Media Podcast Studio where we are, I am working with two very able young people who have made that choice to be in the Broadcast Media program. That is Caitlin Siddler. What? Did I get that right? Well, you just mixed both of our names, I think. Oh, sorry, Caden. <laughs> Caden. Siddler. Very close. Yeah. Siddler. Did I get that right? Yes. Because yeah, we never really get right. your last Siddler, name right. Yeah. We don't even know if you know
1: your yeah, last no. name. We get, I think it's Siddler. We gotta get that out in the public that it's Siddler.
0: Wait, I think we gotta get your mom on here and confirm. that.
1: Well, I actually have a different last name than my mom. It's uh, her okay. name. Her last. Well, okay, that last won't name, work. It's then. just me that and my won't dad.
0: Work, then. Yeah. Just okay. Yeah. All right. So how are you doing, sir? What have you been working on in the Broadcast Media Program? I'm good. Uh, we've been doing a lot of script writing, uh, preparing
1: for, like, a, we're doing this commercial that we're not actually filming, but we're pretending to prepare for it, and, like, what it takes to uh, get all that organized, and just some interviews, stuff like that, and a lot of editing lately. Uh, but it's pretty good. Uh, I feel like I've gotten the hang of it all, and it's going by decently.
0: Yeah, did you feel at the beginning you were learning the Adobe Suite? Did you feel like, yeah. oh, this is hard? The learning yeah, curve is huge. The and, now, and
1: now, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like I know I can at least I know I can trust myself to get things done. Like in the beginning, the basic stuff was just hard to hard to do. But once you learn it and get all that done, it's you can just improve much much more. But yeah, no, I feel like I've uh, improved a
0: lot in the course. And here is colleague. Of Cadence, Caitlin Middlestadt, and she is with us today. How are you, Caitlin? I'm great. You're great. I am. All right, I like it. What are you working on in school?
1: Um, The peer interviews, and I still got to finish up some After Effects, and the commercial as well so
0: and uh, just a reminder these two also work on the adventures in careerland editing yes. video yeah. editing and uh production pieces of the podcast so they they take on the extra burden these two students and so it's greatly appreciated by me and how important is that internship going to be for you guys you're building skills so you can go out and try to impress somebody right so yeah. um do you feel like you're getting stronger do you I, Think about yourself six months ago and now. How do you feel now about your skill set?
1: Um, I definitely feel a lot more confident in it. I don't think I could have gone into an internship a few months ago and succeeded, I guess. But now I'm a lot more confident, and I think I could do pretty well in an internship. So.
0: What are you thinking, Caden? Yeah, like at the
1: beginning I wasn't confident I'd be able to go into an internship and Know what I was doing, but now at least it's like you kind of got a an idea and stuff. Or things are familiar, and I feel like I could at least seem like I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Or seem (laughs) like it, right? (laughs) And
0: and what kills me about is you guys think you're uh, sometimes. Oh, I'm. I've come from high school, so I'm in this high school space. And sometimes you continue to act like high school students. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah. yeah. Because high school students come late to things. They hand in assignments late. And what happens when you do that around here? not too great it's not <laughs> uh, makes it way harder makes it way harder because yeah. there is a standard here where you have to be prepared to go out on these internships yeah. right you have to demonstrate that you really have mm-hmm. skill mm-hmm. because if companies are going to take you on and yeah. all you can do is push a broom that's not going to be a great thing yeah right anyway hey what a great treat I'm glad you understand the importance of an internship because our guest has his whole career revolving around an internship that he started way back in high school and this is a person who is in my career internship program at Windsor Park Collegiate way back in 2012 he is Ryland Carrier how are you sir
2: hello thank you for having me I'm doing well
0: How's That's it going? Is this good. closer to the
2: mic? I'm yeah, getting my finger pointing. Get a little I bit closer. It. And,
0: and it, was just the, it was just the index finger, just to be clear. <laughs> okay? It, just to be clear. Anyway, Ryland, how are you doing here? So glad you're here. Yeah. Thank and, you
2: for having me. This is exciting. exciting it to be it is
0: exciting to have you here because I remember back on that day, we, we, sprung, we, we were talking about the internship experience, how important that is. And I've set up, really, a, a few thousand of these things. And I've never... Never uh, stop thinking about how that an internship is life changing for people. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's always something that's powerful. You started in 2012, you were in the career internship program, and you, you had an internship that changed your life. We'll talk about that in a second, but I want you to think back to grade 12, even grade 11 when I'm recruiting you back in Windsor Park Collegiate. What's going through the head? Have a grade 11 kid, Ryan Carrier, way back in high school.
2: In high school, yeah. So high school was a good time. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed going to school. Uh, so there's a lot of like hanging out with friends, going through the different programs. It, it was a lot of fun. I can't say I was thinking 10 years into the future at that time, that's that's today. Um, didn't know maybe what type of job I was going to get and what type of career I was going to go into, um, but uh, but in high school I was always focused on on working hard, going through the different programs, learning um, learning as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think. Uh,
0: but go- you couldn't see that big picture, right? And and that's important. We used to do exercises in high school. Where do you want to be in 10 years? Where yeah. do you want to be? And they're the most useless exercises yeah. because you can't really imagine that, right? So when you think about your high school experience, you said, well, oh, I was just doing the program, enjoyed being with my friends, enjoyed doing things. It's important. What should you get when you leave high school? What should you get?
2: I, well, leaving high school, that's, that's when a lot of people go into second, post-secondary school. So I, I think during that time... You should be thinking about maybe what your next steps are going to be after afterwards um, uh, where you can start getting some experience that you can put towards um, put towards a career and so in that time it's definitely very important um, that kids are thinking about this and it's great that there's programs like the career internship program where where it gets you where it gets this uh, the students thinking about what the next steps are going to be and where they can get experience and so yeah it's definitely an important uh time but, in somebody's but
0: think about that life. rylan that was a program that had about 20 25 kids in it right do you yeah. remember that yeah it wasn't and, yeah. and so it's not the ubiquitous program in the school someone is choosing it off the beaten path like you have here at the broadcast media program right, mm-hmm. right. uh caden and caitlin like yeah. you've chosen something off the path you choose and i'm kind of in the hallway saying come here rylan i want to talk to you yeah. you know and um, yeah not that you're going to swim with a fish or anything but we want to we want to convi- kind of convince you that this may be a great path for you. Yeah. What makes you choose the career internship program? Cuz you're just a regular high school kid doing well, getting mm. decent marks, hanging out with your buddies, and then I come to you and something tweaks inside mm-hmm. of you goes, "Okay, I have to try this." What? Why yeah. did you do it?
2: So so first I didn't actually know too much about the career internship program, or that we even had that at the school. To be honest, it wasn't until grade 12 or the end of grade 11, because this was a two-year yes. program, right? So yes. it was there was already students that had gone through the grade 11 year, and I had no idea some students were already in your program. And for me, it was uh, it was at the end of grade 11. I think it was at um, like an honor roll ceremony or something like that when you bumped into me and we've, we've known each other like you, like you mentioned um, past hockey coach too and so we, we've known each other and you came up and talked to me and were telling me about your career internship program and I think you you were asking if I knew about it or, or why hadn't I decided to, um, to join in and um, as you were explaining the opportunities and um, the different uh, volunteering experiences that uh, you can get out of the program working on your resume business plan um, it was kind of like a light bulb going up in my head being like oh this is something that it's an opportunity that I, I need to learn more about and try and try and find a way to get into that program so it was after that conversation i, th- I think i remembered going home and making a few phone calls to the school or sending some emails because I'd already chosen my electives for the next year, and, um, and I knew I'd have to change, change my courses, drop a certain elective, so that I yeah. could be able to change my next year.
0: Uh, yeah, that's the course. tough thing, right? You have to deregister yeah. and register again. So yeah. that was a real commitment. When students have to do that, because we all come in and give you the, um, here's how to register for your courses. Right. Every teacher in the building does that, right? Everybody brings the forms to you. Here are the courses you can choose. And the whole career internship program is just sliding by here. People aren't paying attention to it because it's not on the beaten path, Mm -hmm. right? So when you make that call, there must have been some tension in you, a little angst. Your parents must have been asking, what is this? What are you doing, Ryland? You're a good kid. I want you to go to university kind of thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, English isn't my fav- most favorite course. No, I- no. Yeah, na, 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 na. so, so definitely there was some.
0: I was the English teacher.
2: <laughs> some thoughts going in my head, about like, do I want to sign up for a full year of en- of English? You know, yeah, <laughs> because it was a two
0: semester English. <laughs> yeah. English was the hub of SIP. Yeah. So I mean, you did you did your your opening English semester one, and then you did Tech in semester two. We had to do a, a tech project. We called it right. Yeah. You had to do something that. That was a bit of a business plan, and it involves. Anyway, go on. Yeah, and well,
2: yeah. In high school, I was definitely always um, taking the easier English courses too. So when I heard that this was a full year program, the first half was your Shakespeare poetry writing, and that's funny. Right before you start, we started recording. You were doing your Shakespeare. Poet uh, yeah. voice, and I still remember that.
0: I, to be or not it, to be, yeah. God, <laughs> is the question. That was my poet yeah, voice. Yeah,
2: brings back some uh, memories. Maybe, <laughs> maybe some nightmares. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: that hurts a little bit. In my heart, that hurts. But I'm okay with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I really enjoyed uh, high school, and through the career internship program, I can, I can go into detail on how that's uh, set me up for where I am today.
0: Well, think about that, though. Part of the SIP thing was uh, creating experiences for you, right? Mm-hmm. You have to find experiences. We call them dots in this in, in this podcast. You have to collect your dots. Yeah. I never talked about it that way, but now I do. Collect your dots so you can properly connect them, yeah. right? And you have to have enough dots. And you have to have ones that have taken you out of your comfort zone a bit. So you did a lot of volunteer work. We talked about this yesterday when mm-hmm. we chatted on the phone. Yeah, You were at the Special Olympics Manitoba. That's you right. did... Um, Assiniboine Zoo, Boo at the Zoo, at in those the zoo. and they have a new iteration of that. You yeah. did the amazing agricultural adventure. You did those things. Yeah. What was it like going out to do those things that you never would have done? You yeah. never would have partaken of those things.
2: Yeah, no, they were they were an awesome experience. I had a lot of fun going out and, uh, I mean, the Boo in the Zoo dressing up as... I think I was dressed up as a tree, and I'm a pretty, <laughs> pretty social, like, outgoing type person. Um, so I just... I remember even though I was dressed up as a tree and uh, I think my role was just kind of walking or, walking around. I was getting su- <laughs> like I was interacting with everybody that was passing by. And so um, I was really trying to make the most out of any of these uh, volunteer um, opportunities that I had. And hey, was- isn't
0: there a Disney tree in one of the movies, The Guardians of the Galaxy? What's that called? Oh, name? Groot. 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 Yeah. You were a Groot. You were <laughs> the Groot. You yeah. Were way ahead Guardians of your days. Way ahead of your time.
2: Back then, I would have for sure no. been going up high am-
1: <laughs> <have a> <laughs> it yeah.
2: yeah no no those, those volunteer experiences and and i'm still involved in volunteering um for different nonprofit organizations united way and those type of experiences you get to really see um you get to see the community you get to help out um meet a lot of people too so um it's a good chance to um work on your communication skills um Work on uh, networking at certain events too. So um, th- those volunteering yeah, experiences huge, right? set you up, and it's it's a good um, opportunity
0: to put and it on. And you don't a even know the effect they're having on you while you're there because you just have to react and engage, and just connect and build. Yeah. And you build relationships with people, right? And it's yeah. it's it, it, it's also it's also powerful but it works on you it just works on you and makes you better when you're looking at career your interviews get better because you've had to speak to professionals at special olympics who are also all volunteering in this space right yeah so all good stuff
2: well it's what you make it too, right i could i could have gone to those and just stood around and and not got anything out of it so you you kind of got to put yourself full full out there
0: well, you're also extracurricular. Remember you were you were a player on my hockey team. I was coaching mm-hmm. the hockey team with my son and yeah. um and a number of community people and you built relationships that way too. And those are important. Like school is important for socialization. The community club's important for socialization. So you were right involved in all those pieces and you had very supportive parents. Yeah. Who were pushing you into that stuff too, right? Yep, definitely. Were there yeah. times when you didn't want to get up for the seven AM hockey practice? <laughs> And dad is hauling you out a bit. Yeah, maybe maybe a few. I'm definitely not an <laughs> maybe, early, ri- early riser
2: for sure. Yeah, yeah. Adriano see. making us do man makers. Oh and god. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Hockey, god. hockey. I never understood. I don't know why we ever did that. I don't know. We we, we were trying to get you in shape.
2: Yeah, boy. But no, those uh, those were a lot of good uh, good memories of uh, getting together with with kids from different schools too, and you make a lot of friends that way. So
0: very cool. But the big piece that. That Winter Park Collegiate was every student in that program, the, the career internship program, had to engage in an internship and they had to um, kind of do the soul searching and the connecting to self to see what connected to them best. Mm-hmm. And your internship turned out to be a connection you had in your family. Talk about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So the internship uh, that uh, that I went through was with the construction company, PCL. and I'm still with them today. Um, and
0: What is PCL?
2: PCL PCL uh, construct constructors Constructors Canada. So, they're a construction company across North America, Australia, and and uh, yeah. So, um, leading up to that internship uh, through the SIP program, we had to do an eight week internship program. Uh, yeah, an eighteen week or an eight yes. week um, yes. uh, stint with a company of our choice. So we can go out and. And uh, find an area that uh, we're interested in, and so, like you mentioned, I uh, had some family connections um, through the construction industry. So, going back, my papa had his own construction company. My dad worked for him as well, was in road construction. So, growing up, hearing different stories about um, uh, work, work in construction, and and. uh, I heard a lot of these stories, and my uncle also uh, works in construction. So he's worked for a couple couple companies, and um, I just remember always driving around the city, seeing different projects that my dad or family would mention, hey, this is something your uncle or your grandpa had worked on too. So um, I had an interest for construction early on, and when this opportunity came up through SIP. Uh, to go out and get an internship I reached out and and was able to set up an interview with the company and uh, went through the um, yeah went through an interview let them know what the program was about and it's a eight week unpaid internship so it's free labor um,
0: don't say that <laughs> it was an educational experience educational experience it was for free sure. labor well, just, for, just to be clear when you say that they're devoting human resource time to you. it's costing them money definitely, definitely. they are the investors yeah.
2: Not yeah and they have a really good um, student program that's uh, yes. still going on and, and they get uh, students from Red River College University of Manitoba um, all these different schools so they have a really good program already set up and I was able to uh, to get hired on for that um, term but,
0: but what's it like you're a kid you have zero experience for some reason you're into you want to be a civil engineer yeah like how do you even figure that out how do you decide that
2: in in high school I enjoyed math and and uh, physics and I had a really good um, math teacher uh, who was one of my mentors too. that I remember in his class thinking about well what, what type of courses and am I interested in? How can I apply that to maybe a future um, career opportunity where, where I have these skills in math? And so that was one of the, one of the times that I um, had a realization of like maybe going into engineering and, and something along, the, along those lines so in that profession. And with the construction um, uh, interests as well, those two paired pretty pretty good with each other. And then when the internship opportunity came up, um, yeah, it seemed like a...
0: So what do they do with you, though? Like, you you have zero knowledge, (laughs) zero skill set, you know, to work on. Talk about that first week in the internship. and What was that like, and how did you react to it?
2: Yeah, so uh, I was 17 at the time, and um, in Manitoba, you can't actually go onto a job site until you turn 18. So... For those eight weeks, I was working in the office, um, looking through drawings, looking through different plans, and uh, working closely with the project manager, who taught who taught me a lot. But during the during this time, I wasn't able to actually go on to the construction site. But I'm seeing a lot of it from from where I am uh, in the office, and uh, they they really give you a lot of opportunity and a lot of responsibility too. So um, I I felt like the roles um, that I had and and, and uh, the jobs that they would give me were really meaningful for the project too. So, even just at that that level of not having any um, engineering education, this is I'm still in high yes. school at that yes. time. They they really get you involved in helping out the project. So, so I'm you're looking at
0: good. those projects from afar. What is inspiring you when you watch those projects?
2: The. The projects that we work on are are some of the coolest type projects, most unique. Um, why? What, what's in them? The the amount of
0: I, um, I would say Shakespeare's like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, you, you tell me why this is your Shakespeare. Yeah, my Shakespeare. I, I
2: didn't I didn't pay too, clo- no, too no, close. No, no, like this attention. is. I
0: don't say you have to recite Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm saying why does this have the 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 same feeling I have for Shakespeare? Why do you have the same feeling for watching that construction piece? emerge or turn into something
2: yeah so so seeing these projects knowing that they started from ground level and then a group of people were able to create something um the amount of teams that are involved in creating that i just find it so amazing how everybody can work together um somebody had a vision for what this building or structure was going to look like um before it was created and so i find that so um inspiring and and to be able to take part of, uh, of the construction of that project is is rewarding um, it's very rewarding and yeah it's something that uh, that I'm passionate about
0: too so. so would something like the pyramids of Egypt really excite you? <laughs> like do you wonder how did they do this?
2: I think a lot of people wonder how they how I know they do but. It. but, but
0: <laughs> But for me, I'm looking at it going, whatever. Yeah, no. That <laughs> where's the literature on this? I'm I, looking for the literature on it. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. I don't just look at it as, as some pyramid. I'm thinking, well, how did they get all the materials there? Yeah. Where did it come from? How did they you lift know, it into then, place? Then. How many people did it take to build? Yes. Did they have a whole structure of project managers yes. and field coordinators?
0: <laughs> well, what we as a little kid did you, was that something you did in your in your life as a kid. The things you had fun doing as a kid.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Building Lego sets was was one of my favorite things to do as a kid. So you get a you get a whole box and it's just pieces all scattered throughout, and you go through the instructions and you follow step by step, and everything clicks together, and then you you end up with a product that uh, you can play around with. So it's I yeah no for sure at an early age uh, that was maybe one of those uh, those moments that uh, yeah made an impact on where i wanted to take my career path
0: so you went off then to after the internship you go off to red river mm-hmm. so tell us what you chose in red river how that went and what what, what did you like about
2: it mm-hmm. so uh in red river there's a program called um civil engineering technology a cet program and it is a three-year program uh and uh you specialize in, a, a major field. So the one that I took was structural engineering and you can take municipal engineering. You can take, um, geomatics. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a few other archi- architects out of that program. And the thing that, um, uh, that made me most interested in the program is they have a really good, um, uh, what's it called? Summer, like a summer program or um, co-op. 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 co-op, co-op. Thank right. like you. Right. Yeah. So they have two co-op terms uh, that you do throughout the three years and you go out for six months. You, you get a job with a company. You submit resumes. And Let me guess, PCL. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> so for both of my co-op terms, I was able to um, fortunately be rehired with PCL and work with them. And they're paid, right? They're, they're paid, paid co-ops. Paid co-ops, yep. yeah. And at that time, that time I had turned 18 so well, I was well, able to go on the job site finally
0: exactly you must have been thinking that cheapskate magnificent, unpaid <laughs> internship yeah
2: yeah so that was that was really good experience and you're like a the same thing for the internship that I was in they give you a lot of responsibility um and, and you take on a big role with the project so you you feel that you really contrib- contribute which is awesome
0: so what is this you work with them for a while, right? And then eventually you get your, your diploma. Yeah. Um, they hire you on permanently. Yeah. What's the opening position? What are you doing right off the hop? Uh,
2: I started off as a field coordinators, um, and when I was uh, going through the co-ops, I was a field coordinator student. So now I was doing similar roles where you're, um, you're doing surveying, uh, site layout, Uh, helping out so you're right on site helping out the superintendent the different crews to look through the drawings review the the plans and uh, help communicate that on site get involved in their safety program quality program so you're helping out with it all uh, right on site
0: so you must have been working with co-op kids that were coming from the spaces so you understood where they were coming from Yep. did doing it as a student really help you work with the students Mm -hmm. and and how how did that feel is there is there an affirmation that comes for you going this is a good thing to do and I really like doing this
2: yeah absolutely going through the experience myself um, I know what some of these students are feeling of uh, this this is a big project I'm in my first year of school and I I don't know a lot about construction so I can relate to that feeling of of um, that that they're probably going through as well. And I try and pass on some of the same advice that I was given to just be a sponge, learn as much as you can. Don't be afraid to ask questions and talk to people. Um, don't be afraid to go out and, and talk to a trade or um, a different site person that's um, that's walking or walking around. People love to talk about the work that they're doing, love to share the knowledge that they have. So. Really, just be a sponge and soak up as much information as you can. And that, that never ends. You're you're doing that throughout your entire career, yes, always learning.
0: Absolutely. What a great thought you had there, Alan, because there really is a mentorship piece. When people have knowledge, mm-hmm. there's a powerful yeah. affirmation about sharing the knowledge and bringing growth and possibility yeah. and skills to younger folks that are trying to make their way, right? Yeah. And you feel that way now? Like you feel like this mentorship thing do you want to teach one day do you think down the road this might be something down the road or
2: i i think in uh, as you as you go on with your career you're always being a mentor to somebody so right on um you're always you're always trying to teach the the next person that's coming up that uh, all that's going to eventually fill in your position when when you move up into another position too so to have that mentality that you're that everybody's teaching each other is very important um uh Kate, and you had m- mentioned something too about internships at the beginning about confidence having that confidence yeah. as well yeah um so that's an that's an important yeah. piece is to uh, is is to build your confidence up do things that build your confidence up yeah. confidence up don't be sh- don't be shy and it's okay to not know everything I, yeah. I mean we're just starting off early in the career so i think there's level of expectations that you won't know everything right but don't be afraid and and so confidence is really key
0: you know what that's a powerful commentary about how to make your way in the world i really believe people talk about things you need to get forward they talk about you need this teamwork skill you need this communication skill those are all important Mm -hmm. i think the superpower though is confidence Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when you feel confident in yourself and we talked about this yesterday in the phone a bit when you said you really have to get in Develop a sense of self mm-hmm. about what's important to you, what yeah. you value, why this is a powerful piece that's helping me grow. Yeah. So, Sue, the notion that confidence is important is something, Caitlin, how do you feel when you think of how confident you are? You talked about it a bit. Yeah. Caitlin, you talked about confidence a bit. You're only going to get that way by getting really good at something. Mm -hmm. What do you think? How, like, what are your great skills you think that you've developed where you feel like, I feel very confident about these? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, um, well, for me with,
2: with confidence too, it's, it's all having a good mindset, right? So, um, really knowing yourself, having that self-awareness of kind of who you are, because I think, I think what happens is in your own mind, you, you kind of become a little bit of a roadblock, right? So, Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's good
0: to... Um, Stephen Pressfield calls that there's a resistance in us all the time yeah. that tries to hold us back. Sometimes I feel like I have it all the time. Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I doing this? Am I the guy to really do this? What if I mess this up? Kind of thing. Yeah. How do you overcome that stuff? Hmm. Good is, question. Well, you well, know, well it's hard, right? Like, is it just about getting so good at it that you're totally ready to do it or
2: what what do you think you know i think i think it helps when when it's not forced and and something comes natural and i think the only way that's going to happen is if you're you're feeling you're feeling good you're doing doing things that uh excite you you're you're in a role and position um, where you're passionate about too so having having those um kind of helping you out uh Really help in the situations where, where you may might be struggling. So, um, knowing what what your values are, what excite what excites you, what gets you out of bed, um, and then getting into uh, a career um, and uh, that align with that is very important. Because then it's just gonna it's just gonna flow naturally. If you're fighting against the grain all the time, doing something that you're not really excited about. It's going to wear at your confidence. It's going to wear at yourself, and so.
0: I I I believe that, Riley. That's that's a great comment. I think, and for our young minions here, I think if you can jump out of bed every day thinking, "I can't wait for the day to start," mm-hmm. you're on the road to something, even when you're not sure about exactly how it's going to turn out. But you're in the right space. You're in the right environment. So engineering is your environment. You, f- you feel that way. You jump out of bed every morning and go on. Can't wait for the day to start. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. No. I. I love. I love the role that I'm in. I get to meet a lot of people. Um, get to get to be a part of some really cool projects too. So every day it it has its challenge, but the challenge is uh, something that excites me. It's it, you're always growing um, and. Uh, there was, something, there was something that I was thinking about this before the interview too of uh, mentors and there was something that my dad had said way a while back and it was if it's too, e- if it's too easy it's probably not worth doing so you always want to have a challenge but when he said that I think he was talking about a video game or something that I was getting upset, <laughs> upset playing about but it's something that's stuck in my mind ever since is that uh, you want to have a challenge um, so at least for me that's, that's what uh, excites me for
0: sure. That's pretty cool. Now, I, and I look at my two co-hosts here, do you feel the tension of school sometime? Yeah. And, and how do you guys overcome that a bit? Like, what is that? Uh, well, there's a lot of tension when, you know, you got a lot
1: of stuff to do and there's a lot of uh, work that's piling up. But it gets much better once you, you're comfortable with that, kind of, and you get through it faster and easier and it becomes kind of more normal.
0: So you're okay to be in like a, a tension-filled atmosphere, yeah, getting, where you're doing productive work, though, yeah, right? Yeah, is, is that reasonable? It's, it's okay challenge. to have tension, right? Yeah, like you need some tension in life. You need a little bit of anxiety. I don't mean yeah. heavy anxiety. I mean mm-hmm. you need a little anxiety. I'm an old drama person. Yeah. What always got me when I went on stage, sometime at the university, Black Hole Theater, uh, I was ready to throw up before mm-hmm. I went on, but the minute I got on, boom. Yeah. Magnifico came out, right? Yeah. And that was the tension. But I needed the anxiety of making sure those lines were in place, knowing I knew what to do, and will the audience like me? All that kind of stuff. For sure. Right? Well, it's important to know maybe why you're having
2: those feelings too. So yes. understanding yourself to yes. to know maybe why why are you feeling a little anxious or stressed about this. Maybe Maybe those are indicators of telling you, Hey, I I just need to prepare a little bit more for this, right? Brilliant, um, Brilliant. It's it's almost like your body's natural way yes. of, of yes. helping guide you yes. too, right? You're yes. getting a little bit nervous or afraid to do something. Well, maybe it's it's telling you telling yes. you something. And so. maybe yeah. if you're
0: not feeling enough tension, it's not that important to you, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, like there's always to think about. It. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes like I feel like if you don't have that tension, even like then you don't feel as accomplished when you're finished because it's just like too easy like you just slid by it too easily i feel like you need to put in some of that effort with the tension Mm -hmm. or else it doesn't feel like you accomplished anything and that feeling
2: afterwards it's 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 like
1: i did it i got over it it's like like an adrenaline rush yeah Yeah, yeah. exactly oh that's great
0: that's excellent what do you think kate
1: yeah same thing like it reminds me i used to like really really scared of this high diving board when i was little at this pool But, like, as soon as I jumped off it, it was, like, amazing, and I kept going on it. So it's, like, the same thing where you, as you do it, and you're like, oh, it's easy. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I love it. I love it. Hey, if you were talking to some grade 11 students right now, Ryan, go back to your grade 11. Look at, uh-huh. look at that class. If you could pull yourself out, this specter coming out and looking back at the whole class, looking at those students, thinking, what's going on? In my life, what would you tell them what what advice would you give to them
2: I'd say don't be afraid to take risks or when an opportunity comes up and you might feel nervous or anxious or feel that you might not be able to do it don't be afraid to just take a risk because I think that's where positive change comes from too is just getting out of your comfort zone um, for me, I mean joining the career internship program was something i wasn't too sure about how it was going to turn out i had to kind of change my course a little bit but you see an opportunity um you just gotta go for it so don't be afraid um it is definitely a big one and just be a sponge just absorb as much knowledge as you can um talk to people build connections with with others uh those are all uh yeah pieces of advice i'd i'd give to you folks
0: and of course we're going to run a career symposium here and Rylan has already said he's going to be there right brother
2: <laughs> got it on the calendar <laughs>
0: right, on, <laughs> brother. right on brother that's good and yeah. uh, and and of course that kind of advice is great advice for young people you've also been buoyed by the presence of people in your life who have mentored you and given you extra support who, who who've been the big people in your life Mm-hmm. Who've given you those taps on the shoulders and just supported you? So
2: parents for sure, family. It's good to it's good to have um, a good support um, outside of work and outside of school. So they've been a big one. Uh, there's been a few past teachers, uh, maybe a hockey coach named Adriano, and old uh, teacher um, is one. <sighs> the guy's got to raise his bar, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Quite a few um, work uh, colleagues or supervisors, uh, department managers that have that have helped me along the way. Uh, We have a really good mentorship program at PCL, and uh, some of them are my best friends too. That I that I see quite a bit outside of school and met kind of in the first first year of being with PCL that I've that have stuck with me and helped me grow, and so. Um, well who
0: who told you to become a lead person
2: the lead yes just
0: talk quickly about that one
2: yeah um there there's a couple people at pcl that have talked about it too i've always had a. what like, is LEAD? okay so lead lead is an acronym it stands for leadership in energy and environmental design uh, it's a certification program that. Owners or project teams can apply to have their building or their renovation project uh, become LEED certified, and it's put. I think it was put on by United States Green Building Council, if I'm not mistaken. And so this program has been around for not too sure how many years, Um, but you can you can get your building to become. Uh, lead certified. So there, I think there's four different um, levels that you can get, like plat, Lead Platinum, Lead Gold, Lead Silver, and Lead Certified. And you can also become uh, a, a a Lead Certified person as well. Um, so I am Lead Green Associate. Get a couple designation letters beside your name, but um, a lot more than that. It's uh, so you go through this program, and it teaches you a lot about sustainable design, um, energy efficient design, green building, all those all those bu- buzzwords. So, and,
0: and, and that's obviously the direction buildings going, construction is going in, right? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. So this is important yeah. stuff. When I I talked to Caitlin and Caden just to, at one time in one of the other podcasts so just about how important is eco to you, mm-hmm. how important is mm-hmm. the climate change to you, how important in being you know having less of a carbon footprint to you well here's one way right Mm -hmm. and if workplaces I think all workplaces are moving in that direction right Mm -hmm. like every like I I don't care if you're in video editing I think there's going to be a sustainable piece to that that we have to engage right because you're still the energy involved in in running our businesses or running our computers or running crypto yeah whatever that's that's killing our planet right Mm -hmm. or fast fashion it's killing our planet yeah so does this matter to you two? We'll leave it with you two quickly. Does this matter to you two? Yeah. How so? Now, So when you look for a job, are you gonna say, is one of your questions at the end gonna be, how green is your company?
1: Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. I'll add it on there, yeah.
0: And if it's not green enough, when you do your own research, that's what I'm challenging you to do your own research and say, that's not good enough for me, yeah. or this is good enough for me. Yeah. Unless they're paying a lot of money, of course. <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. I'm kidding, Yeah. right? But what what do you think of that, Brian? Well, I mean, that's it. are these the right questions they need to start asking? Yeah, absolutely.
2: And I mean, researching, just like like you said, is one way that you can you can help and and um, contribute to society moving towards green building and acting against climate change. So uh, it's definitely important, I think, for next generations gr- growing up because you're going to get into positions and with companies where you can start pushing change and so. Um, it's even just little little things that you don't realize really make an impact of starting maybe a recycling program at, at your school or or doing things at home that help. So,
0: all right. So the challenge, the gauntlet has been thrown before you now. Yeah. And these are good questions to ask at the end about yeah. uh, you know what what are you doing that's green? And what initiatives do you have in place? And how can I help you and contribute to them? Are great questions that'll put you at a different level too when you're when you're connecting to a company mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. Rylan we do something here who's doing our quick uh, I, I am today. we are do we, we do something special here called quick cues yeah. so they're gonna ask you some questions and Caden's gonna explain it to you but it's yeah. not a discussion okay <laughs> no, <yeah>. it's not <laughs> a discussion everybody messes this yeah. up so I'll leave I'll give it to Kay Den who's <laughs> going to talk to you about how yeah. to do this okay oh,
1: no. so I got a list of some random questions here and they're Kay. just Choose one or the other, whichever you prefer, and uh, lets us know a little bit about you. So, okay. are you uh, are you ready? I'm
2: I'm ready. A little nervous. <laughs> of what are these questions? All right, be, so. Don't be too worried. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right, spring or fall? Spring or fall? Spring. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Apple or Android?
2: Uh, Apple.
1: Flash or Superman?
2: Flash or Superman? Uh, Superman. Yeah.
1: Cash or debit?
2: Debit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Hero or the villain?
2: Hero. I didn't pause
1: there, by the way.
0: (laughs) I like that one. Well, you saw the waxy mustache, right? It looks a little bit like a Marvel Marvel villain.
1: Uh, Call or texting?
2: Uh, Probably text more, but I do enjoy phone calls. Yeah,
1: I like talking on the phone. Not a discussion. (laughs) Yeah. Dine in or dine out? Out. Trucks or cars? Trucks. Friends or family? Family. All right. Spring or fall? Spring or fall? Spring. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Apple or Android? Uh, Apple. Flash or Superman?
2: Flash or Superman? Uh, Superman. Yeah.
1: Cash or debit? Debit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hero or the villain? (laughs)
2: Hero. I didn't pause there, by the way. <laughs>
1: I like
0: that. Well, you saw the waxy mustache, right? He looks a little bit like a, yeah, a, a Marvel, a Marvel.
1: Yeah. Uh, call or texting? Uh, prob- probably text more, but I do enjoy phone calls. Yeah, I'm yeah. like talking on the phone. Not a discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dine in or dine out? Out. Trucks or cars? Trucks. Friends or family? Gotta go, yeah. family. And what is your favorite podcast? Oh,
2: Adventures in Career Life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And of course, we didn't care about the previous answers. That's the only answer no, we're interested little, in. You know,
1: I, I had one on their math or English, but you said you like math. So yeah, you don't me. Yeah, control.
0: Well, that was a quick little way <laughs> yeah. just for some quick little yeah. t- awesome, t- fun. It, yeah. it was yeah. a lot of fun. So, yeah. Rylan, can't thank you enough for coming in. You've you, yeah. you come into the studio. Which means we also give you oh, yeah. the Adventures in Careerland sweatshirt. Ooh. How exciting is that? That is, that and, is. and we're gonna take a picture of you with it. We'll throw it in the social media yeah. and, all, and, and 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 all that kind of stuff. But um, hey, your your story is inspirational. There's way w- there's ways that students will connect to you, perhaps in ways you don't imagine when they're sitting indecisively in that grade eleven pew mm-hmm. thinking. I don't know what to do, or who's done this before, or what are the challenges before me. So, some of your insights are really valuable for young people as they listen to your adventure and your story. So, I appreciate awesome. you being here, sir.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate. It. Thanks for have, having me. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this. This was a good conversation,
0: and it was a lot of fun too. Yeah. And m- many thanks to the co-hosts, Caden, Caitlin, yeah. and to our producers in the producer area back there. They're hidden right now, but that is Phoenix and Geneva. And hey, this is our last episode of season six, (laughs) (laughs) which is fantastic. So appreciate all the work everybody's been doing, our guests, and it's been a good ride. We'll be back in the fall with season seven. With our yeah. co-host Our co-host oh will be back Which is great And It'll
1: it will be, be on video on too account. And
0: apparently we will be on video That's what I'm hearing So how exciting is that I'll have to <laughs> I'll have to um, Whiten my teeth and, and wear a wig Or something Anyway Everybody That's it for season 7 Appreciate you listening You you 8 or 9 listeners Thanks so much And uh, That's it for Season 6 Of Adventures in Guerrilla